Good morning, everyone. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. I am so excited to be here today, as I am every week. And I get to see ZK, and we get to schmooze, and we get to talk about food. We get to eat food. So I'm so excited about today's show because we've got a very special guest with my very favorite food. So stay tuned. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food, all the time. I love food. I love shopping for it, cooking it, eating at restaurants, anything food related. I'm a kosher personal chef and I run a catering business just for Pesach. Can you imagine right now? I am knee deep in matzah meal already. So anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call after Pesach, that is. <laughs> um, I wrote two cookbooks, Perfect for Pesach and Perfect Flavors. Perfect Flavors is my brand new book. I love to travel and I love to hear about your travels too and food experiences. So you can email me, Naomi, at nachamsequel.com. Join my fan page um, on Facebook, of course, Instagram, and um, my website, theaussiegourmaids.com. So just a little bit of a shout out. I ate at Pescado Steakhouse. Um, what avenue is that on again? P? On Avenue P. I'm just checking with my local Brooklyn um, representative. representative. Uh, oh. Um, no, forget it. Don't worry. Just post a <laughs> um, little background chatter here. <laughs> Sorry, in the studio. Um, so I ate there the other night with um, my friend Chevy Kirshner. She's the one. If you're watching on my YouTube channel, um, this is the new shade that I got a couple of weeks ago in time for my book launch, and I love it. So, um, and I'm helping her with her growing her Instagram business. So we went to Biscata, um and. Um, you know, I love when women get together and chat and schmooze and help each other grow. And um, this is the shade that I'm wearing. And we went to Biscata for dinner. Oh, my God. The food was amazing. They brought out this. If you go onto my Instagram page, you'll see this insane drink. And I called it Purim in a Cup. Go take a look at this drink. They call it something else, but I call it Purim in a Cup because it was just fun. And there was gases flying off it and, and different colors and candy going all over it. Was in, Did you see it? Uh, you, ha- you have to go take a look on the Instagram. I don't know if you saw it, okay? I'll take a look. Yeah, go take a look. It's insane. And just the food was good. Got great steaks. The apps were delicious. So go, uh, big shout out to Piscata Steakhouse oh, wow. in Flatbush. Yeah. That's I'm going to cool. show it to you. I'm going to use Naftali's phone. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, check that out. Is that not insane? <laughs> so make sure you go there and just get that insane, crazy drink. Definitely put them in a cup. Yeah, right? Put yeah. them in a cup. I see that. Right? Yeah. And it, you know, happens to be before Purim. So it could have been before Sukkot. I don't know if I'd call it Sukkot in a cup, but that's definitely the timing it's was. definitely fun. It's definitely a big fun drink. Okay. So speaking about Jewish women in business, and I met with my friend, Chevi, uh, um, who does the Shaitals. And I love, love supporting, you know, even though Shaitals is a food, I love supporting from people in business, right? Like, from, from Naftali Engel, the Rebbe's Choice, and his wife is his business partner as well. Um, to, to, to different, to different, um, you know, people trying to grow their businesses in the food industry is very, very important to me. You know, there wasn't such a support group when I started, um, 15 years ago, my business, and I've watched the whole industry grow and grow and grow with it. Now, whether you're in food or you're in clothing, look at the fashion industry, the sneers fashion industry, which I'm so proud to help out as someone who like, likes to dress sneers. Um, it's just amazing how many people, how many young women are putting in their time. I just ate at a restaurant in Montreal, and we'll talk about that um, in, in a little bit. Either this show or next show, I can't promise. <laughs> but my Montreal trip was incredible. I, I just want to say, I, I did a chop competition there. And, of course, I did a food crawl with a fellow foodie friend who's not a f- only foodie. She's actually in fashion business. And we connected through Instagram SDZ's online, Annette Dahan, and she's just amazing. Chino has been Dayhan on Instagram, Yo Dayhan on Instagram. They took me around to all the different restaurants. So even though they're in food, and uh, sorry, even though they're in fashion, I'm in food, we blended together so beautifully. And they took me around Montreal, and it was just amazing to be there. So with all that being said, right, we have a conference coming up, which is taking all the Jewish women entrepreneurs like myself in food or SDZs uh, in fashion and bringing them all together at an amazing conference. It's called the JWE. I have right now on the phone the program director 
Abby Wallen. And just to let you all know, Abby Wallen was our maybe our fourth guest ever on the show when we first started Table for Two. I don't know if it wasn't even CK was not even my engineer back then. It was I don't even remember a Rummy probably. And um, Abby was on the show um, early in her days in her career. And now she's grown her business tremendously and it's not food and it's not fashion. She'll talk more about that in a minute. But about this big Jewish Women's Entrepreneur Conference, I can't even say it right now. Uh, so welcome, Abby Wallen. Hi. Did you Hi, see everyone. It? Hi, Abby. Did you see how I tied that all in? I did. I really liked it. <laughs> very much approved. Right? Like or very, connecting. Very sneaky. <laughs> right? No, like... This is a food show, but I said how someone in fashion and someone in food can merge together to have a great business and grow each other's businesses together. Oh, 1,000%. That's, that's what the whole conference is about, is about bringing all different women from all different walks, from all different uh, industries, and bringing them into one room to be inspired and to learn from each other. It's, it's the networking event of the year. I, I think so also, and I'm really looking forward to being a part of it. So how can t- – tell us a little bit more on how people can sign up for it. Okay, so it's very simple. You can just go to the jwe.com. Early bird tickets close out on Monday the 18th. Um, wait, wait, wait. That, that's this coming Monday, people. That's this coming Monday. Yes, the agenda is online, so you could see what you'll be learning all day. We have a full-day conference. Then we have a VIP experience, only open for 50 women, to get to network and eat a very special dinner with all the speakers and all the panelists from the day. And then after that, we have a really cool networking event at night from about 6.30 to 9.30, where it's just a good vibe really good music, incredible food, great lighting, and a lounge experience where you can just literally network the entire night away. Okay, that, be, that sounds amazing. That's like right up my alley. I'm like the queen of amazing. networking. <laughs> yes, and you can buy a ticket for the conference date only. You can buy a ticket for the night only. Or you can buy a full-day ticket for the entire day. And, so you can or choose. Or the IT ticket. Uh-huh, you can definitely yes. choose. So people, this is really aimed for what audience? What kind of audience? Someone thinking about starting a business no. or people who are already no. in the business? We're, we're looking for people who have already started a business and they've been in it for, you know, a year or two and they're looking to really be, like, to grow and to inspire. Does that mean that, or be inspired? It doesn't mean that if you have an idea and you want to come and you want to learn, we're not turning you away, but the but the audience that we're attracting are women who are, you know, mid-level, you know, but we do have a lot of, you know, startups who are coming one to two years, (laughs) but really our main demographic are women who are, you know, three to six and seven plus. Three to six, what does that mean? Three to six means that you've been in business for a while, you've, you know, you're not... (laughs) You're not just thinking about a business, but you've already launched. Right. You've already got something going on. So if, Yeah, you've if already some- got something going on. You've launched it. You're, you're in the muck. You're in the, the daily grind. You're the hustle. And, and yeah. I think that's fantastic. Okay, great. So, Abby um, and I just spoke and I confirmed with ZK that we're going to have you on uh, right away after Pesach to give a little bit more details. Yay! But we wanted it, we wanted it just make people aware that this exists, this conference exists. There's an early bird special. You are listening to this show on a Friday morning. You're going to pause for one, not pause the show, of course, but pause from your cooking while you listen or your work. And you're going to log on to thejwe.org, right? No, yeah, or .org or .com. Both will take you to the same oh, place. Oh, fantastic. Good idea. Smart marketing there. And <laughs> you will sign up and you will come and you will learn more about your already existing business. If you are new in the business and still want or thinking about a business, join the, is there a newsletter that they can find out more things that they, you know, to... Yeah, so they can definitely they can definitely opt in online for our newsletter, but I would also suggest that they go to our Instagram, the JWE, at the JWE, and... We're always, we're constantly adding new um, new things to get you engaged, to get you thinking, to be part of our community through our stories and through our feed. Okay, so, that's great. And you'll be able yeah. to, and I know there are small workshops during the year for newbies in the Correct. business or thinking about starting a business. So really, we are there to support each other. There's nothing like a Jewish women ganging together and, and just helping each other grow. Correct, yes. 
Abby, so, you are awesome. Just tell us quickly what you do before we sign off. Oh, what do I do? Yeah, you're awesome, <laughs> not too shabby. Oh, well, not not too shabby anymore. That's, you know, I, I actually <laughs> closed the business. I closed that business because I ended up... Tell them why. With Abby by Waterdale. We have a new um, hand-painted line and reproductive line. Um, I actually moved out of my studio space. Re- I have hand-painted a Hand-painted what? In- People don't know hand-painted ha- oh, glassware. <laughs> Hand-painted tabletop, hand-painted tabletop and wall art. Um, and so I collect, I connected with um, with Waterdale. We have a warehouse down in Lakewood. Um, we And I now manufacture overseas and in our own studio here in New Jersey. And then and through my whole journey of, of learning and taking ownership of my business and seeing kind of what was working on what wasn't working, I opened up to my community on Instagram, people, and it just started to resonate that I ended up creating this entire new community of business women. Woohoo, and, it's amazing. Um, yeah, so I talk a lot about entrepreneurship on my own page at, at Abby Wollen, if anyone's interested in following. Of and, course they are. Go follow her now. Um, <laughs> so, so, that's my, so that's my story in a nutshell, but I'll be back in May. We can talk all about okay, it Okay, great. All right, if you have any more questions, DM Abby or DM... The um, DM means direct message on Instagram, or you can email me at naomi at I will forward any messages on to my dear friend, Abby. And she was so, I just want to give her a shout out. She lives near my book launch in Passaic when it was back in October, yeah. November. And she just came and helped me out to support me. And the love is so much there for her. She's an incredible person. Puts her money where her mouth is literally and just rolls up her sleeves um, and came and came down to help. So thank you, Abby. Um, everyone follow her and we'll be in touch we'll see you soon thank you so much for having me my pleasure all right my pleasure i'll talk to you soon okay thanks all right bye Bye, abby okay guys so go sign up for this conference it's going to be amazing i'm going to be there it's just fabulous how all the jewish women know how to support each other and not only do jewish women support each other jewish business to jewish business kosher to kosher right here in the studio we've got naftali engel of the Rebbe's Choice. Uh, you all know my love for herring. I've had Naftali's been on before. I've had other herring companies over the last seven years. Naftali and I wanted to have get together again on the show because there's always something new going on yeah, the Rebbe's Choice. We're bringing in a lot of new products. We started first in Adar, the month of the fish. Oh. Coming out with our new line of locks. We Ooh. have uh, two flavors to start with. We have smoked Norwegian salmon, and then we have pastrami smoked salmon. Oh, pastrami. So oh, cool. Both are extremely high quality, wild caught, you know, no preservatives, no additives, all natural. And uh, we just wanted to bring a great product to market. Okay. So talk, tell us about the history. <clears throat> I, I, I just want to apologize. I've got a really hoarse voice. Um, it's kind of staying with me. It's not going away. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> I'm going to be trying not to clean my throat too much. <clears throat> okay. Tell us a little bit. What is Rebbe Choice Herrings? How did you come up with a name if you missed our last interview a um, couple months ago? You know the phone is off the hook there, ZK. Is that okay? <laughs> Sorry, I just noticed that. You guys should see the phone here in the studio. It's like from the – it's not a rotary dial, but it's, – It's old school. It's old school. Um, okay, so how did, how did the Rebbe's Choice get its name? So I first started making herring when I was in yeshiva in Israel. Um, I just started making it on the back porch of my dorm. Because um, inside makes it smell. <laughs> yeah, my, my roommates did not appreciate it. And I love herring, but right. the smell. Even for me, it was a little too much <laughs> walking around smelling like onions and fish all day. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's hilarious. Yeah, well, went through a lot of uh, laundry, you know. But uh, anyway, we started on our porch, um, and it was awesome. You know, guys would just hang around, and we would all just be talking, and I would be making herring. Um, and it was a really fun experience. Um, so when I started selling it in Israel, I realized when I came back to the States, I could make a business out of this. So uh, my sister-in-law actually helped me with the name and she came up with the Rebbe's Choice. Um, and that was in June of 2016, which was when we officially came to market. Uh, and since then, we've grown to over 50 stores cross country. Really? Uh, Where, where's the furthest away from New York that they, they sell? Uh, Los Angeles. You can buy Rebbe's Choice in LA? You can buy Los, yeah, in Los Angeles, yeah. Oh, that yeah. is very cool. Which which supermarket? Um, Ariel Glock Kosher, but we sell in you know Chicago is one of our bigger markets. Ah, Julasco, Chicago. Yeah, Julasco. We sell a lot down in Florida now, in Aroma, in uh, Kosher Kingdom, 
That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah Baruch Hashem. It's really growing a lot. Okay, so yeah. so talk about the different flavors and, and how it's inspired by different ribbies. So, yeah, each of our flavors. Right now, we have six flavors of herring. We're actually coming out with a seventh flavor Ooh. after Pesach, sneak peek. Everything schmaltz herring. <gasps> like everything bagel spice. Oh, um, I like that. Yeah, with, with obviously a unique twist because all of our flavors have a really unique twist to them. Um, you know, going through, you have the jalapeno matches, which you may have seen from other herring companies, but... Um, the, our jalapeno it has a much more unique flavor, and it really brings out a you know a sweet note and a savory note that you might not find in other flavors. So our jalapeno matches was our first flavor. It's inspired by David of Lelov. Did he like spicy? Uh, you know, none of the herrings are specifically like, oh, this was the recipe this Rebbe had or something like that. Uh-huh. It's inspired by him because for me, when I would learn the teachings uh, from these Rebbe's or read stories about them, my personal inspiration from that translated into my creative outlet of cooking um, and that was how I developed the flavors so each flavor on the back of the container there's a whole paragraph explaining the connection between each flavor and each Rebbe um, so the first one that we came out with was the jalapeno matches well, let's, let's try some yeah, of we that gotta, first yeah what, that why first am I going choice. on yeah let's why am I going on about ZK. are you happy the next with me flavor? today ZK is it we good you like you do the herring last time you had herring he liked herring Oh, really? I wow. love it. Can I just tell you a funny story? And I d- I'm not sure if my friend Racheli Smith is listening to this in Sydney, Australia. She's definitely not listening to it live because the chub is there as this airs. But the coveted job, my, my dad was like, and my friend Rachel's dad, Max Hirsch, um, when they were when we were little, um, the men would go early to shul on Shabbos morning and set up the kiddish downstairs. So it was an honor for the kids to go to and help set up the Kiddush. So we used to nice. like to go and set up Kiddush. I was under bat mitzvah age, eight, nine, ten. Okay, very community-minded even as a youngster. Okay. The co- most coveted job you could get setting up the Kiddush was putting the toothpicks in the herring. Oh, wow. <laughs> the Mr. – I can't remember his name, the old man in the shul, one of the many older men of, you know – Holocaust survivors that had come from, you know, after the war to Australia, they would set up the kiddish with my, the younger generation, say my dad's generation, who are the baby boomers, I guess. And they would, they would, and and the children, like me and my friend Rachel, and we would fight to be the the one who would stab the herring with a toothpicks. Wow, it's a great memory. And then he would, he would slice up the herring and plate it and like was four for the plate and two for him. (laughs) Well, I think it was Mr. Green. I have to ask my dad, but yeah. <laughs> it's the herring tax. You know, it's a kiddish club thing. Yeah, it's, you know, no matter where you are in the world, yeah. on Shabbos, and I've, I've, Baruch Hashem, I've been able to travel a lot and seen a lot of communities, there's always herring at the kiddish. Don't give me the sushi for kiddish. Right, thank God. That's why uh, we're able to bring a product across the country and hopefully to other countries. Okay. you got to get, can you get, how do you ship this? We're working right now with uh, the with the United States Department of Commerce and uh, trying to get an export situation going on. I love that. Yeah. You had, this is what I say, from brain to shelf, right? You've heard me use that expression. You had this yeah. idea in your brain to get it to the shelf. It's yeah. quite a process. Yeah. So it took it took some time, took some perfecting. It's actually one year today uh, we moved into our kitchen in Long Island City. Oh, so, yeah. I'm going to come to that kitchen. You're always welcome. We do factory tours. I love that. Yes. I went in Montreal to the chocolate factory to Excellence Chocolate. Oh, really? Yeah, it was, nice. it was. we got to see all this chocolate tempering going on. We like wanted to stick our hands wow. and lick our fingers. But we did not because they would not let us. <laughs> if they weren't there, we may have just jumped in. Um, okay. So this so, is the jalapeno matches herring. Okay. Is this going to be spicy? The, the fish itself isn't spicy. It's only okay. spicy if you actually eat the jalapeno. Okay, so I'm on Ashkenazi on all my sides. <laughs> from thousands from since Adam Harishon. Right. So I've done, I like a little kick of heat. But you'll you'll so. taste it, but it won't be too spicy. I'm leaving the jalapeno on my plate, but I'm going to. Now, now after I take my bite and you're going to talk. Right. This is the question while I chew. And okay. You're going to answer the Got question. It. We'll time it right. Because I'll be. What is the perfect cracker for herring? Go. I'm going to eat. Amen. So the perfect cracker for herring is the Rebbe's Choice Kichel coming out after Pesach. So we're going to be introducing a line of crackers and kichel uh, for our product. Flatbread kichel is what we're calling it. And it's a a really delicious, unique cracker uh, that goes very well with our products. Can we give DK some? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm looking at those jealous eyes. He looks jealous. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Can I just say that's insane? Salty. Mm-hmm. Salty, mm-hmm. but insane. It's 
A lot of flavor. A lot of flavor. Yeah. Wow. And it doesn't have so much heat. CK's get these crackers. I'm having some Perrier over here. Right. I made my bracha before on this. It's my drink from this morning still. Okay. That was delicious. Okay, CK. Turn on your microphone, ZK. We want to hear you talk now. <laughs> okay, wow. All right. So the next flavor was the uh, was our smoky za'atar herring, which uh, obviously a very unique uh, flavor profile uh, that you may not have seen before. What do you think of the herring? All right. All right. Okay. All right. Tell us about this one. What so this is the smoky za'atar herring. Um, and this was our second flavor to come out, and you could tell it was inspired by me being in Israel. Uh, you know, some unique flavors, smoky, and uh, za'atar is obviously, um, you know, Middle Eastern blend of spices. Um, there's whole cloves in here, which is, uh, which, you know, really brings out a nice subtle sweetness into the, into the herring. And that smoky flavor, you know, really comes across in a delicious way. Kate, wait, where the, where the crack Oh, there you go. Did, okay. okay. <laughs> Please, sir, I want some more. Yeah. <laughs> There okay, that's from Oliver the Musical. Food, glorious food. There you go, theme of my life. Okay. I'm going to smell it. Zatar. Now, oh, I love Zatar. Do you want to smell the container? No, I smell the herring. Okay. <laughs> okay. You have to talk while I right, eat. Right, so, so again, the smoky Zatar is inspired by Reb Zusha of Anapol. Um, and he was known to have a really unique perspective on things. Um he was somebody who didn't really teach so much Torah. Um, he would wander Listen. around. No, he would wander around and just connect with people and just really uplift people just with his uh, personality and with uh, stories and things like that. He wasn't much of a. He didn't. He had a safer menorah zav, but uh, he, he was more well known just for traveling around the Polish countryside together with his brother Reveli Melech of Lezhensk, whose so yurtzeit nice. is coming up soon. Oh, very nice. Yeah. It's so nice that you know all the Rebbe history. Yeah, we post um, on Instagram. We post whenever there's a big yard site, um, especially when it's connected to one of our flavors. And, uh, in fact, the kichel that we're coming out with, uh, it's inspired by Rishayla of Karastir, um, who is was a Rebbe in Hungary uh, in the town of Karastir, who he was very well known for uh, feeding people. And um, even today... That, that speaks to me. Even today when you go to Karastir, you walk in and there's a table set for you, even if... They don't know you're coming. There's a table set ready Where for you. Where is that? In Poland? That's in Hungary. So um, I actually went uh, a couple weeks ago. I went to Karastir oh, cool. myself, and I posted about it on Instagram, and I even asked people if they wanted me to daven for them, and I got over 100 messages of people asking for me to daven for them, for Rufua, for Parnassa, for Shaduchim, for all these things, and it was such a beautiful opportunity that I had to connect my following to, uh, you know, a, a spiritual place. I, I love, you know, I love the, like, food, I guess, would be gashmias. Right. After, we've made a bracha, so we've given some ruchnias. Right. But the fact that, like, you can bring so much ruchnias right. into food, because sometimes it becomes, like, you go to these food tastings and wine tastings, a bit like, not right. always Crazy. so, right, and it's not always so, like, has from people eat. You know, we, yeah. we're, we're supposed to be, like, a bit more humble around food and these food fests, and I'm definitely part of it. But I always make sure to, like, wash and bench to... Elevate the food because you have to like. Food is one of the holiest things in Judaism. Right. And and we use food in in so much. In Purim, we have a sort of, it's not just a day of drinking and partying. It comes to a point, the day ends and we end it with a surah, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And, 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 um, what, what, like Pesach, it's about the matzah and the haroset and the wine. And, and and the the korban, like all that is all time. Shulchan Aruch is part of the ceremony, you know, the Haggadah right. of, you know, the ceremony meaning reading the Haggadah, through the Haggadah. Every single Chag has got something even, connected to food. Even Erev Yom Kippur, the right. Suda that we have is is as if you're fasting on Yom Kippur. That's how holy that Suda is. Right. So it's so important, right. you know, connecting food with Hashem and yeah. not just like, Treating it fresh, a fresh fest, as I jokingly call them, but really, like behind the scenes, there's a lot of, on my part, a lot of like thought that goes into like how Hashem has given us, uh, given us this food, I guess, with the brachas that Mm -hmm. we make, Um, and you have connected with the rebbies and the spiritual learning that these rebbies have done. People, yeah, people message me on Instagram all the time how the, you know, the connections on the back of the container inspire them. Also on our website, we have larger write-ups about each rebbe. 
Um, and people have told me that on uh, at Kiddush on Shabbos, they'll open up a container of herring and take out the safer that's inspired that the Rebbe wrote that's inspired by. I love um, that. And then they'll learn that, and they'll even share it with their with the people around them in shul. So I'm glad to you know be able to inspire people and enhance their Shabbos and help them out. That, that is way. beautiful. Yeah. That is beautiful. I love that. Okay, let's try. So that. the next flavor we have is the <laughs> enough ruchnis. Now back to the kashmir. <laughs> let's not forget why we're here. No. <laughs> um, the next flavor we have is the honey mustard sriracha, which is a really delicious, uh, sweet and spicy blend. Not crazy spicy. It's not going to knock your socks off. But definitely some heat that comes through on that one. Okay. It's not not your socks off, Rebus Herring. Okay, yeah, he, he's Can't feeding us both. You know, CK, I knew that we had going to be here a while today. Right, so, so you I had a good about, guest come in first. Right, so so I thought I would order some sushi for us from there, but I realized we got this. Yeah. <laughs> this is, our, this is our, our breakfast. And I'll leave the containers here for you Breakfast guys. and lunch. Yeah. ZK and I have got a lot of planning to do. With right. our schedules, okay. So what's so I'll so really, this honey uh, mustard, yeah honey sriracha. mustard sriracha herring, um, and this is inspired by Rabbi Nachman of Kutsk, who was known to be a sharp and fiery personality. Ah. Um, so this you could taste. There's a nice, there's a sharp and fiery kick to it. But it's not hot. It's not crazy. Knock your socks off. But there's there's you feel the heat. You, you feel, feel the, the heat, heat, but it's not like it's a finished heat. You right. Finish it. Exactly. It's a yeah. mellow heat. It's what. It's bearable for bearable. the two Ashkenazi. No, well, Ashkenazi. well, you know, people love herring that knocks your socks off. I've seen people add more sriracha into this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my um, daughter would do that. Okay, you know, I think this is my favorite. The sweet onion. And, you want to oh, skip it, ahead to the sweet onion? What were we gonna do? The next one was the sweet black pepper. Oh, that's also we're going good. in order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, okay. yeah, yeah. We're going. We're going in order. We need to try them all, people. Yes. And coming up next you on table for two is Gitty Halberstam, and we're gonna make some cocktails. For Purim, right here in the set. Oh, Is Gitty awesome. out there? We're not sure. <laughs> but she dropped off her wine from Mascao Wines. Woman in business. She, she, yeah. Have you met her? I haven't met her yet. You're no. going to love her. Okay. She's great. And she started a business just like you did. Okay. We're all entrepreneurs today. I wonder if the men have a Jewish men's entrepreneur conference. But I feel like... Oh, that's the, just sure. <laughs> yeah, it's sure. Can I just say the best networking happens at Shul? I say that all the time. 100% true. First you dive in a network with Hashem, and then afterwards you network with, um, with each the other. people. Yeah. With people. Many business deals. <laughs> not on Shabbos, though. Not, not on, on Shabbos. Shabbos no, Nishka Shabbos yeah. But I think if you say that, you're allowed to. T- no, I know. <laughs> it was a joke. It was a joke. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to put so it on my is, cracker. This is the sweet black pepper herring, um, and this is inspired by Rav Levi Yitzchak of Berdichov. Um, he My was, nephew was named after him. Oh, really? That's so beautiful. So, yeah, also I've been to Rav Levi Yitzhakovich's caver. Um, oh, my God. And it's a lovely, lovely flavor, savory, nice sweetness in there. It's sweet. Yeah. The black pepper throws you off because mm-hmm. you think it's going to be spicy, but mm-hmm. it's perfection. It's a really well-balanced herring. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Next. Uh, next on... I've got to keep it moving because we could talk about herring for an hour. Yeah, and we have locks to get to. And we have, oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll rush through. We'll rush through. Okay. Um, No worries. We don't have. No rush. You're enjoying. Yeah, you're enjoying. ZK just said we're making this into a three-hour JM and AM special. Kiddush all day here. Kiddush all day. And she's bringing wine, but yeah, good. (laughs) As soon as Kitty gets up, we'll start drinking. I feel like someone's going to have to make Kiddush. (laughs) Well, it's Kiddush tonight, right? Right. Uh, Tonight? Well, you know. Oh, this, you're right. This it's on airs on Friday. Friday. It yes. just airs on Friday. Okay. Um, I hope everyone is getting ready for their Purim plans. It's crazy. It's so soon. Three days from airing date, Friday. And it's going to be on Thursday. So less than a week to go. And, of yeah. course, I'm knee-deep in Pesach. So I definitely do something. Something very cute. I like to be practical. So I do challah and wine for a surah. I mean, not for myself. I'm Mishlach Manot. Yeah, my kids, my kids, are, no, they're really good, Baruch Hashem, they really help me. TK, what are you doing for uh, Purim? What Mishlach Manot? That's a secret. Uh, it's a secret. Panina's in charge. Panina is in charge. Okay, you're lucky you have her. Panina, shout out to you. All right. All right, so this is the Zesty Matches Herring, inspired by Rav Nachman of Rimenov. Oh, so I love matches. That's usually my favorite uh-huh. kind, and my name is Nachman. Okay. Right, so this has got to be this the best. Is, yeah. <laughs> Let me know what you think. Um, Rav Nachman of Rimenov was... Uh, somebody who took a very fresh perspective on things, so you could taste here 
you know, a lot of very fresh herb flavors. And then uh, mm. the onions, they're pickled onions Oh, in can here. I just have an onion? Yeah, can for sure. Can you grab an onion? Yeah. I love onions. <laughs> the herring onions. Oh. Here. Put that on my plate. Sure. So these onions, they're pickled in lemon juice. And we pickle them Ooh. fresh. And then you put them in the and herring? And then we put them in the herring, yes. So they have a nice... That's genius. Zesty, and that's the zesty of the zesty matches. Okay, that's this. Okay. I love the herring part, the onion part. <laughs> I have Tic Tacs afterwards. Oh, well, we have Rebby's Choice Mints. Really? That is brilliant. Right here. We give them out at Kosher Fest, at tastings, demos in supermarkets with because, a little Rebby on it. Because afterwards you taste them. We don't want everybody to walk around smelling Who, like herring all day. brilliant them. marketing was this? That was my idea. Brilliant. Thank you. Brilliant. Thank you. I, I'm taking a few. I'll take all of them. They're all ZK, we're going to need these <laughs> for our, for our after uh, our next guest. Okay. All right. All right. So the next flavor we have here is the sweet onion herring. Okay. Um, and this was our most recent flavor. Again, we're coming out with a new flavor after Pesach. Um, this is our most recent one. Okay. Gitty's getting all set up. up She's going to be on in about two minutes, Gitty. Um, okay. And my know, fa- my husband loves the cream here. Right, and you told me this is your favorite as well. So oh, okay. I'll give you a nice big uh, portion. <sighs> Gitty is in the house. The herring area over here. Okay. Do you like herring, Gitty? Herring's always good. Oh, there you, you go. Some? Okay. Come. We're having herring. This is a kiddish. Gitty has just joined us. She's a star. We just spoke about what well, as I load up my herring and crackers, and I'm gonna just introduce Gitty now. Um, while we're still eating, we're blending in now a little bit the two guests. Different herrings. Um, herrings. Gitty is a Jewish woman entrepreneur. We just had Abby Wallen on the show from the JWE. Oh, wow. And um, she she did a call in to talk about how Jewish women support each other and grow. She's amazing, Abby. She She runs actually this business challenge. I actually took her 30-day business challenge. Oh, there you go. When I started, she's really so helpful. Like, she... She started this business of hers and it grew tremendously. But what she did was is she's out there helping everybody else. That's amazing. Okay, she, she's she's terrific. And we're going to talk more in a couple of minutes about all this. Let's try this last piece of herring. Right. CK, did you have? I'm glad uh, you know oh all the God. women are enjoying herring as well because my wife started a hashtag, yeah. Woman Who Herring, which you were you were the spokeswoman on. Wait, wait. You're, you're the she's president. the no. I'm the she's the president. I'm the um, vice yeah, you're president. The vice president. I'm exactly. the vice president. Yeah. The woman who herring. The woman who herring movement. Yeah. It's true. Like, does anybody else want to join? We should totally do um, that. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll have an election. Yeah, yeah, um, that'll be good. So yeah. long as I stay vice president. Yes, that's okay. okay. It's a dictatorship. <laughs> yeah. Your wife will always be the president. Yes, for oh, sure. Not so many. Not so many. Not so many. Me. Yeah. <laughs> but. Well, I'm I'm glad I'm glad we have women who are herring. Here. Oh, it's delicious! Yeah. This is that yeah that was definitely my favorite. My favorite okay, yeah, okay, okay so wow. like because we're Ashkenazi, it's sweet. <laughs> okay, let's try one lot, right, well, and then we're gonna bring uh, so Gitty in the, on the uh, show. He's gonna make some drinks for us. Yes, we're gonna bring open the. Uh, I've the got your back locks to right here. The stramy locks. Okay. So you know everybody knows what regular locks taste like, but this is, even though ours is a very high quality. Um, locks. You make your own? Uh, we have a, a company making it for us, but um, you know we have our own recipes and. Uh huh. How did you learn all this? It's amazing. Yeah, Baruch Hashem. We're uh, we're just trying to grow and what? introduce more and more good products to the Jewish world. Okay, and now we're at the height of this. Like yes. I feel like the kosher food scene is insane. In a good way. Yeah. In a good yeah. way. Okay, I'm just gonna like with my fingers. <laughs> you don't have. Rebbe's choice of baby wipes to clean your hands you know afterwards. What? Maybe that's not a bad idea to have <laughs> wet mats. Yeah. Okay. I love locks in general. Yeah. My dad used to import import locks to Australia. Mm-hmm. So I've had some of the best kosher locks in the world. Uh-huh. I'm not just saying this because you're here and you're my guest. I would say something else. I could say something else. This is amazing. I'm so happy to hear that. Smooth. Not so overly salted, not so overly smoked. CK, this is unreal. Oh yeah. <laughs> my. I'm so glad you're enjoying Guys, it. Guys, this is amazing. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm happy. They're met from my heart. And, and great news is. And I don't like so much pastrami. Oh, really? Oh my God, that looks is amazing. So, the great news I have for you and for everyone listening is that uh, we're 
having this locks kosher for Pesach. So you'll be no able way. to enjoy this on matzah with cream cheese maybe. Uh, or just plain. Or just plain if you're really feeling like it. Yeah. Or you could throw it into a salad yeah, if, yeah, as an appetizer. There's so many things if to you're do. Not, you know, so, oh, wow, right. if you don't do gabrachs, you could throw that into a salad. Yeah. You can do just make a nice it's fish excellent platter. Excellent flavor, yeah. And when you have it with your fish platter, you'll have some delicious scale. Yeah. So we've got there you go. What do you think of the locks? Awesome. Is right. that ZK? All right. I'm the person that walks around Kosher Fest looking for gefilte fish, herring, and locks. Okay, well, you know where to stop next year. Oh, my it's gosh. It's perfect for Pesach. It's perfect year, yeah. for Pesach. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. All right, let me clean Maybe it. we'll leave some for Nachum. Maybe we oh, won't. I'm leaving all the containers and the locks here. So. Oh, man. Okay, ZK is one happy guy. Yeah. This is Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network, and we are having such a blast today on the show. Yes, we have some cups. ZK, do you want to maybe grab some cups? No, we'll, Gitty, we'll get the cups. Sorry, thank you, ZK. CK is amazing. Not only is he the best engineer, but he can help me find things <laughs> when the show is going on. Um, Naftali, why don't you stick around? Yes. And Getty, Jewish woman in business. Amazing. She has, she's been on the show before and her product just, right when she first started, and her product is just booming, 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 booming. Okay, so we're going to just switch seats. Okay. We'll just slide the locks, but leave it out because we'll keep picking at it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's welcome everybody. Gitty. How are you? Good. Yeah. Nice I to see, see you. I I know. But okay, but I haven't seen you. I feel, like, I feel like that wasn't that long ago, but November's like, if it's March, it's like five months ago. I don't know. I feel like this year has been going on forever. Maybe it's because it's a double. I feel, like, I feel like this year has flown. Maybe because you traveled so much. Ah, uh, right, right. You I, really did. So I'm pretty, uh, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. I'm good, good I had my you. books. I had my books to promote. And you had your book launch. I that was my, a major year. That was, it was. You a, launched a baby. Uh, I launched a baby. It's, it's a baby. It's, it's, it's been unbelievable. The sponsor's great. We've sold over 10,000 books. I love your book. I use it. Thank you, thank you. I, I was hope, at her party. Thank you. Get it was to, so much fun. Can, can I just, if everyone who listens to my show, like, as, you know, hopefully I bring you some good entertainment it, to buy my book. Like, if you don't her have book my book. Her book is great. I'll tell you really why it's so uh, good. I, I didn't ask her to do this, by the I'll way. I'll tell you She's why it's it. so good. It's accessible. Right. I'm a crazy person in certain senses where if I want a certain ingredient, I'll drive three hours to get it. Right. Like, I wanted lemon verbena, so I had to find a hipster farm greenhouse in someone's I backyard. I don't even know what that is. That grew lemon verbena to make something. That's right. me. But most people are not like me. Right. So I, I've used different ingredients like yes. gojajang and miso, which are all available at Gourmet Glatt in Lakewood and Woodmere. Um, yeah, they're already available in Brooklyn as well. But you, what you're doing is you're taking the regular kosher scene, regular kosher cooking to another level. Where you're Thank teaching you. people that you don't only have to use duck sauce and paprika and garlic. Right, so I've really tried to elevate it. And if you enjoy my show, to support me would be great by getting my book. Uh, let me know. Um, but it's also, it's such a labor. Like, people it, don't realize how hard writing a book, figuring out how to put everything in what order, the pictures. It's, it's not it's easy. Hard. Yeah, it's hard. I'm you, sure you, you had a whole bunch of recipes that you cut. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I cut one at last minute because I didn't feel it was good enough like I, I made it a thousand times like this isn't good enough you know I want it to be even better I ended up switching it out like, last minute so your next cookbook no more cookbooks I'm <laughs> no done I'm done. done I hang out my cookbook hat and I'm just you know gonna do my usual like Instagram Facebook radio show of course, oh, it's the new world show. of uh, media is all it's social. Un it's unbelievable. It's really um, and our show. I'm working on it. I'm really not that great at social media I'm trying it's hard they keep telling me you have to insta story more you have to post more it's so not in my wheelhouse because right. I never did it. But, but but they're doing a great job with Herring. Herring's got an Instagram. Yeah, we have a, a nice Instagram following and uh, Facebook and Twitter. So I'm not on it's Facebook. Exciting. I'm not on Twitter. I'm only pretty much on Instagram. Which is a huge market. Don't yeah, like Instagram, don't, yeah, don't rush See, yourself. I'll tell you the difference between my product. You can't order my product from me. Mm -hmm. I can't deliver it to you. Mm -hmm. You have to actually go to your local liquor store mm -hmm. and purchase it. So someone actually reached out to me this morning because... Naomi TJS, Naomi Elberg, 
did a shout whole, out to Naomi Elberg. She did a whole um, demo in California, and she made me skate on Tashin. Yeah. And so it asked me, can we get it in Los Angeles? And I'm like, not yet, because I didn't launch there. I hope to launch there before she was. But each new market is a huge production. It's a stack of legal paperwork right. from here to next year. How did you get into this? And let's make some cocktails while you talk. So I really, it started <laughs> We had actually, herring. You know, we yeah. had herring. It's perfect combo. It's kiddish, yeah. kiddish time. It actually started as a lark. My mother-in-law loved Kahlua. Right. Kahlua <gasps> is not kosher. Nemes, yeah. So, um, I'll leave a shalom. I'm not sure what the right one is. If you guys is. want to hear some inside lingo. Well, it's not really lingo. It's inside uh, information. The reason Kahlua is not kosher anymore is because it's bo- it's produced in Mexico yeah. and it's bottled in upstate New York. So it gets put from the Mexico facility into a tinker and then it gets taken to upstate New and York. And they can't wa- guarantee Nobody that. Nobody watches it because the truck gets parked overnight. It gets, the guy goes into, leaves the truck. So there's nobody watching that truck. That wow. is why it's lost its action. Really, yeah. right? And they can't just put a seal on the top of the truck, like on the. We don't need it anymore. We have Moscow. Yeah, it's true. You really don't need Kahlua. Mine. I'm living in the past. Right, yes. right. You Move can. on with the future. Yes. Welcome to this the is, new party. Wait, this is the future. <laughs> yes, it is. So what happens is, is that about seven years ago, um, I decided for perm I'm making my mom look Kahlua. I'm making my version of it for the fun of it. So for a while, we played around. Till I, my kitchen was a row of those like containers with different formulas. Wow. Till we came up with one that we thought was really good. And I bought a big crystal bottle and I brought it off Shachmanis. And everyone went crazy. Within two hours, this big bottle was gone. So first people were asking it for me and I was just giving it to them in containers. They were filling up their old liquor bottles, like whatever was empty, with Mescal. Then strangers were asking <laughs> for it. So we said, um, okay, I'll bottle it. And I'll sell it. So I named it. I wanted an interesting name. I wanted a name that wasn't something typical. I didn't want it to sound very Jewish. So we came up with Mescao. Mescao means to brew in Latin. Mm. So it's different. In the beginning, people were like, what's that alcohol with the weird name? That's how people started. And now people got it. And first I was selling it out of my house for a while. Wow. I was really selling a lot. And it was only through word of mouth because I was bootlegging. Really I was going to say, are you a bootlegger? I was. When, when, wow. did, when did Prohibition end? Prohibition ended many years ago, but all the laws are still on the books. What does that mean? All those laws of prohibition are still officially laws of the land. What? According to the law, we're not allowed to drink. The way we get away with it is we pay a lot of money. Really? Really. So they're just not arresting us anymore? Right. Now they just charge a ton of taxes for wow. to have a liquor license. I, I completely store, do not understand bar. how Prohibition got even in. I'll tell you really, really how Prohibition got in is because in the 20s and 30s, it was such a crazy scene. I watched the Atlantic City HBO series, by the way. What oh. was it called? Atlantic City was about bootlegging. Oh, well, uh, something with like the mob, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, that was how the mob started. So that's yeah. also one of the reasons why they, they that's one, one of the reasons no? why there was um, there's such crazy laws. Because what happened was is that the today, I can't legally sell to you. Why? Because the mob during time of prohibition and bootlegging would own all these bootleggers and own all these private distilleries and would charge crazy amounts of money because they were the mob. So now, according to the law, I'm the producer. I have to sell it to a distributor. Yes. Who then sells it to the store, who then sells wow. it to you. It's a lot of legal runaround, yes, yeah. a lot of legal right. runaround. There's a lot. I mean, to get a liquor license. Ask any restaurant. Restaurant. They say the hardest part is getting the liquor license. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it costs a fortune. I was in New Jersey for dinner at ETC. The food there was fabulous. They couldn't sell wine Mm. because they only allowed X amount of uh, restaurants with liquor license in the area. In the area. Across the street, Nobo has a liquor license, but that means ETC could not have one. But do you know that I was down in Florida because we actually just launched in Florida? And um, I went around to a whole bunch of restaurants and a bunch of these major restaurants Fuego Dinamo, these amazing, fabulous restaurants were having such a hard time. Either there wasn't enough square footage or the store was too small or they needed $150,000 in order to get their liquor license. Wow. And each state has its own set of rules. Right. The rules for New York are not the same as the rules for New Jersey, not wow. the same with the rules in 
Wyoming. Fascinating. Fascinating. Wow, Fascinating. yeah. I, by the way, I love Fuego. Had I known, <laughs> the food's amazing there. Had I known how difficult this business would be, I can't say that I would have not done it, but I never set out to own a liquor brand. Had I, I you didn't wake up back, one day and go, I'm going to open a liquor brand. No, it never was like, okay, I'm going to launch a liquor company. It really sort of happened. For sure, Hashem sent me the right people and he made it happen because, like, weird things. The day before, I, I was going to Florida. So I was very nervous. I had a bunch of appointments with different stores. And then all of a sudden, two days before I'm going, I get a phone call from some interesting number, a guy I never heard of before. He's like, I'm in Boca. I hear he couldn't even pronounce my company name or my product. Someone asked for it. Can I carry it? I'm like, well, I'll be down in Florida on Wednesday, so I'll come meet you. It was like bizarre that out of the blue, someone came in. Um, I really feel like Hashem sort of guided me and he wanted me to do this because the weirdest things have happened. It's so cool. Are you wow. the only from woman who produces alcohol? Seriously. I think I'm the only from woman. Actually, even in the main alcohol business, it's very, very few women. Salerno Blood Orange, which is now kosher, is owned by a woman. But I can't say this for sure because I don't know it 100%. But I believe she's out of another brand. There's very few liquor brands that are owned and operated by women. Awesome. It's very, very hard to start something up from the ground, which you've yeah. done, which is a, you know, it's extremely that, commendable. I, I like didn't realize how hard it was. Yeah. First of all, you're jumping through so many hoops. Right. Other for me, than it was, a regular food product. For me, I just needed a health department license for for you. You know, you have to liquor do a license. Lot more. Yeah, oh, liquor wow. license. So I need yeah. a liquor license to produce it. And then I also need it's actually cold, which is amazing. Oh, nice. Wait, so this is just plain. We're gonna this take is plain. straight up Moscato. It's amazing straight up because it's very smooth. Lachaim. Me and ZK, Lachaim. Cheers. Lachaim. Lachaim. Right, you have to, you have to click your drinks, okay? Even though they're plastic. Really, we should have glasses, but uh, right, I don't like drinking <laughs> out of plastic. But that's what we I have. bring glasses with me. And, uh, usually, when I do a wine show, I do bring glasses, but I do bring today. <laughs> oh, I will say this: my branded cocktail, um, my branded um, cups are going to come. Those are my corporate shaman, so you'll get yours at some point, okay? When they arrive. This is delicious. Yeah, it's it's really great. How good is that? It's smoothing, but you know what the funny thing is? Whenever I do tastings, men are like, "Oh, I don't drink coffee." And I'm like, try it. Because men are used to something thick and sweet. If you look at the cup, there's nothing at the round. Mm-hmm. Right. Think of what you have in your house or what you saw. There's always, when you poured it, there was always a nice rim around the glass mm-hmm. of the remnants of whatever you were drinking. The legs, right? Is that the legs? Legs, yeah. legs. Um, I, not but necessarily not, not, is it legs. That's like oh, the, okay. socks, the, the viscosity, how thick it is. Uh-huh. They would make it so thick and gloopy. The reason they would do that is because they didn't want it to separate. Mm-hmm. My product is almost completely organic. Wow. I, love I can't that. say that it's 100% organic because it's not according to the organic rules, but it really is pretty pure. It's made out of a Colombian roast and an Italian roast. We mixed two roasts because we didn't want the bitterness. We have a little bit of cane sugar, pure cane sugar, wow. and pure vanilla. That's pretty much all that's in there. I just got Mexican vanilla. Someone gave me a bottle of the next day. You know Wonder Weeks? No. Uh, it's a shaitel I wear with a ponytail. She's in Montreal. She's originally from Mexico. And she gave you Mexican vanilla and you didn't give me some? She gave me some in, at home. I, I, I didn't know. I left the house. We didn't know this is going <laughs> no, down. Not the one of us. Oh. This is a story to tell another time. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Only for you, Naomi. Only for you. Oh, right. thank you. Thank you. Um, I need some of that Mexican vanilla. You know expensive Mexican? So I actually order vanilla because I like really good vanilla beans. I order them from the Spice House out in Milwaukee. Oh, I've got spices from there. My Makatanista bought me some stuff from there. I order online all the time. Ah. They they smoke my chilies to the way I want them so I can make all my stuff. Okay, wow. I love it. So let's, I should get involved with that. Yeah, also. yeah, you what? should. They're the I'm saying most Mexi- amazing spices. I love really? They're fresh. Mexican with vanilla, herring. yeah, that'd be interesting. Mexican vanilla is, has a really We're good We're always doing flavor. some unique stuff, yeah. Yeah, but his chilies, they're dry, and they have a, a hachshar. Oh, wow. A very good hachshar. Nice. And um, they have very, very good spices. I and see you have New Square kashras. So my kashras is very good. I have the OU and the NSK, which is New Square. Wow. New Square is right up there. Yeah. You also pay for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you but, can have 62 <laughs> different hachshars on the back. Yes. You really could, but one, if you have a good one, then you really don't need anything okay. My bottle's also gorgeous. Yeah, it's beautiful. Love when the I packaging. was doing it, I wanted, I wanted something gorgeous, something that if you're doing a high-end affair, you'll have no problem putting it out. Leave it on your buffet because it's out there because it's, it's beautiful. It's a piece. It's a beautiful gift. We did the embossed M on our cork. 
Yeah, it's this is a whole other story oh, wow. to tell you. Okay. Day. When you come back, when you come back for sure, we're going to leave them hanging. But let's drink some of this. So now we don't drink have sweet stuff to make. But if you want a dull chocolate milk, take Mescal, mix it with some milk. Okay, go, go, go. Shabbos. This is what I do Shabbos afternoon. <laughs> well, this is this is milk. This is it's just regular milk. So Shabbos, I use um, like um, non-dairy milk. I actually like the Khalifa creamer that comes oh, in the sure. bottle. Thick, but not too crazy thick. Can I, I have a question for you, Kitty. Is this very high alcohol content? It's 35%. Oh, wow. So if you feel it, you but you don't really feel it. Did you feel it go straight up to your head? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, this is good. It's blended with milk now. So blended with milk. You can... Um, if you add some vodka and you have a white Russian. So I'm actually bringing... You, it's amazing with vodka. We actually do um, the scale Caucasian. You need to make like bottled drinks, like for like coolers. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's an idea. So I really, I'm. If you do that, I'll tell you a secret. Yeah. Inside information, we are actually working on something like um, mosquito yeah. and cream ready made. Watch. <laughs> I, I got to fly. Suitcase <laughs> drunk. I got to fly. Do you, fly do you know what, what the outro button is? That music that I have to play at the end. <laughs> you got to just find that button and hit it. <laughs> so we are working on a mosquito and cream. So there is a, a not one of the. Other companies did it. It's dairy, so it's we. I'm saying if you don't do, it's not cholesterol, mm. and it's also I don't want a product that's dairy. I find dairy kosher products are very very limited. When do you drink a massage shavuos? And maybe if you make a kiddush on sukkahs, Tuesday night when it's taco Tuesday after dinner, have you made milk tacos, fish tacos, and you can have some for this? That's true, but like my dairy cocktails, I feel like when do you mostly drink? Most Jewish people generally drink on Shabbos. Unless you're having wine, or you have, <laughs> I don't know, like nine o'clock when I've had a long day and I've got to do a little work. I mean, it's eleven fifty in the morning right now. You know? <laughs> I believe it's five o'clock somewhere. Right, it's five o'clock somewhere. It's no, true. I always say somewhere in the world it's Shabbos. <coughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why we start yeah. drinking. My it. new tagline is "Say it with booze." Makes life so much better. Wow. What's it called? Say it, say it with, with booze. booze. Say it with you booze. You gotta give a gift. <laughs> give a gift to booze. It's you true. have to give a gorgeous alchemist a cookbook. And 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 a mascara. You know what? This is the shalachmanos exactly. Herring, liquor, cookbook. cookbook. That's the shalachmanos. Yeah. No, if you want to give a gorgeous shalachmanos today, also in the Jewish world, shalachmanos became gifts. Fifteen yeah. years ago, it was never like that. Right. Do you have the miniature bottles also? Because no, that would so be we don't have the minis. Yeah. Like batanurallah. Yeah. You know the <laughs> little. That was such a cute um, uh, ad. Putting it as yeah, batanurallah. I love um, that. I'm, I don't have minis. I'm really working on my small size. Mm-hmm. My problem is, is, if you notice, my bottle's gorgeous. It's a custom Italian bottle. Wow. Yeah. And when I picked it, I fell in love with it because it was different and elegant and gorgeous. Squared off, yeah. It's beautiful. It's squared. It becomes round. It's not some... I didn't want a bottle that was out there. Mm-hmm. Like when I was actually working on branding and producing this, I didn't want a bottle. I didn't want something that looked like the Trump vodka bottle, that right. big square. I didn't want anything that looked like any product that's on the market. I fell in love with this bottle. It's a custom Italian bottle. And making my little ones, dealing with the Italians. We love Italy. We love their fashion. We love their country. But with dealing their with their company, to make my small bottles is taking a little bit longer uh, than I thought. Yeah. I, I have there. to drink yeah. some plain milk. So, to, therefore, so, so, I mean, it's not I, I wish this wasn't alcohol. alcoholic because I would take this in my car to Can go. I just say... I, I finish my thing with my milk, and I'm just drinking plain milk to absorb some of the alcohol. I legally could drive around with open bottles of liquor because I have a solicitor's permit. Wow. I have a solicitor's permit that I go around and sell. Because I'm legal to sell liquor so to if, stores. So if you said, hey, Naomi, you want to take this bottle home, how do I take this home? You could stick it in the back seat of your car in a bag. You can't have it in the front. You can't have it back. open in the front. I could drive around with it open in the front. Oh, pshaw. It's okay. Yeah. Don't worry. I have kids in the back seat. I will never drink and drive. Don't ever no, drink no, no. and drive. We know that. And we always say, and when Jay Booksbaum used to come on the show, we always used to talk about drinking responsibly. Drink and Purim is coming up. Let's just give it a, a, a talk about, like, you've heard this before. We're all mums and dads in the from Jewish world or uh, on planet Earth 100%. that have kids. Watch what the kids are doing and drinking at Kiddishes, on Shabbos. I've seen kids passed out at Kiddishes. Um, First of all, don't mix your alcohols. Okay, what's that line? There's a booze, wine uh, before nine, booze. No, beer before liquor, liquor never make- sicker. Well, yeah, beer before liquor, never sicker. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Right. That's a yeah. great line to remember. Yeah. But just watch the kids. Well, you know, there's a lot of booze flying around and alcohol flying around on our Chagim, Purim especially. Oh, Purim is the one time the kids feel like they have a license to drink. Yeah. But I also hold responsible the 
homes that they go to, these groups that run around. Right. Right. If you're hosting people and you have kids coming in, if they're drinking, sit them down and make them actually eat some food. Because if there's no, carbs we're talking anybody, and food no in their kids, system, no, anybody, no, don't serve other kids alcohol. A hundred percent. Serve alcohol. But to, serve them carbs when they sit down. Just. Give them a piece of cake. Give them a piece of anyone. Cake. Give anyone a piece of cake. Whatever they. We're drink. not talking children. We're talking adults, adults. here. Yeah, adults. Anybody could get sick from alcohol poisoning. It doesn't Every, matter how old you we're are. We're not. We're not at all. Chas advocating to give anyone drinks under twenty-one. Please do not give kids drinks under twenty-one. But if you're going to serve alcohol um, to adults, have carbs there too. Right, hundred percent. In general, you know, we have wine with food. That's great because it absorbs the alcohol. But when you're coming and dropping your shalchmas, you make your chaim. Have some crackers. Please do not give kids under 21 any alcohol. 100%. It's not cool. It's not fun. It starts a lot of problems. And, and I really, like, I'm going to be very, very, very strong in my defense about it being no, so, we all have kids so strong this. about this. I'm, I'm not apologizing for this. Please do not give kids under 21. It's not funny. It's not cool. But if you are over 21, drink enjoy, drink responsibly, use your sechel. And have a really great Purim. Right. Like, well, one thing for Purim, if we have in this month's Fleischix magazine, an amazing cocktail. I love Fleischix magazine. So we did this, um, we did, it's called the Purim Hamatash. We took the old way of doing Hamatash with Poppy and we did a Mescal lemon poppy drink. It's actually I saw that amazing. with the lemon, yeah, the oh, I love raised lemon. lemon. Poppy, so right. you make a lemon poppy syrup. It's, really, it's like making a simple syrup right. with just some sliced up lemons. And poppy seeds. Okay, I'm listening because I make simple syrup. It's simple syrup is wa- sugar and water. Sugar and water, and they're using a lot of cocktails. You cook it up till it becomes homogenous, which means the sugar is melted, melted. and elevated in the water, water, so it doesn't separate. So it's equal mix, uh, half a cup and half a cup, and you get a lot out of that. You get a lot, so it- you mix it, and then you add to that some fresh sliced lemons. Take a lemon and slice on a mandolin thin. Add about a quarter of a cup of poppy seeds, and just cook it up. Then it lasts in your refrigerator or really doesn't even need the fridge. I actually took leftovers of that because I made the cocktail after the recipe came out. And I made Mescal Lemon Poppy Bars for Shabbos. They were wow. amazing. I pretty much took a regular blondie recipe, like a simple, easy lemon and bar use that, bobby the, recipe. the liquid. And I used the liquid from the lemon poppy oh. syrup. And then oh I gosh. added some Mescal wow. for the kick of it. Mescal wow. is so good because whatever you're making, take your chocolate cake. Add a half a cup. You know of what? I would t- okay. Um, the recipe is coming to my head as we speak. Okay, just take some spices, right? Whatever spice you like: salt, pepper, paprika, ch- cumin, chili, right? Sear a steak and just splash some of this on it. Oh, wow. I marinate. You can. This is amazing on steak. I marinated. Wow. Um, make it. I, I made tacos with this. I marinated a bunch of like uh, meat cubes. I think they were beef cubes, like a chuck. I marinated in mascara for a while. And then we grilled them, and I served them with two different salsa verdes, wow. a red one and a green one, and we made tacos. And Mescal adds coffee without adding crazy sweetness because it's not very sweet. Right. So mm. you finished. It's amazing Good. in so many areas. You could, you know, marinate beef in it. You can add it to brownies, like chocolate cake. I actually have a recipe on my website, even on my Instagram page. Mescal.com? Uh, Miskeo.com, Miskeo Liqueur, no, MiskeoLiqueurs.com. Okay. And MiskeoLiqueurs on Instagram. I have an amazing brownie recipe. One pot, one bowl. No mixer, no spoon. Whoa. One pot, Life one changing. spoon. Life-changing. Really Revolutionary. Simple. This is the future. This, this we is said the it. Future. This is the future. This is the Bartenders future. Bartenders love it because it's so much fun to mix. What? Very big question here. Is this kosher le Pesach? So it's not kosher le Pesach. Yet. But it's kidneyous. I'll tell you why oh. I didn't make it. I could have made a kosher le Pesach. I didn't want to. When you're making kosher basil, you lose half of your flavor profile. Forget it. Forget it's it. It's not worth one it to week. have not such an it's amazing product all year round, so that's kosher for one week. It's kidneyous, so you don't need to spill it out if it's open because it's based on corn. Uh-huh. Okay, so, so you I, just I sell just, it, leave it in I your just, cabinet, I, but what do you mean? I, leave it in your, uh, sell yeah, it or leave it in your liquor cabinet. It's not comets, but it's amazing, especially Shavuos is coming. It's um, I make an amazing mosquito. um cheesecake that's Available, the recipe, it's really not that complicated. You're going to have to come back on for Shavuos as we are running out of time. I know, it's, whenever we come, we just have such a I good know, time. I know, we have so much fun. Did the show just go like that? It's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, so we are so blessed to have such an amazing guest lineup. Gitty, so good Gitty gets a big thank you, and she knows why from the bottom of my heart. Naomi, 
anything for you. Thank you. Anytime. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. you. Know that. Holly, really, I'm very so happy to be here. Thank you so much. To have you on the show yeah. and for following up, and it's just fabulous. And we're going to be doing a little bit of collabs together right here on Table for Two. We had an amazing lineup with Gitty and with Naftali and the amazing, super talented Abby Wallen. We love you. JWE.org or .com and come to the conference. Wishing everybody a good Shabbos. We have music sponsored by friends at Kenem right up to Lich Benching. Wishing you all a Shabbat Shalom. <laughs>